Okay, so it was a little closer than uh, we needed it to be. <laughs> um, yeah. Hold on, real quick. Uh, for the people listening who are off stage, um, what I'm going to do is um, get you guys in one by one. So we'll let Calvin uh, get a question or two in, and then um, I'll get the next person in. So we'll do it like that. All right, Calvin, let's chat. Uh, so I'm very impressed with Wendell Moore. I'm hoping he, this is something that he's back. Yeah. Is this, do you think he plays better coming off the bench and giving us that extra berth off the bench or in the starting lineup? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think um, if I remember correctly, most of his games last year were off the bench. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think that's something that they got to find out. Obviously, he had a really good game tonight and was a big part of the win. So, um, yeah, I mean, if that's where he feels comfortable, leave him there. And plus, you know, it is important to have that guy off the bench uh, that brings a spark, you know. Um, so, yeah, really impressed with his game tonight. All right. Well, that's uh, that is my only question right now. If you uh, want to. If someone else has a question to ask, I'll go back off stage and let someone ask a question. All right, cool. Appreciate it. Mr. Ooh, yeah, let me see if I can get Jeff on here. What's up, man? How hey, are you? Hey, what up, Jeff? Good, good. Close so I, Yeah, so I guess we won't be um, flying up your rankings any after this one, huh? You will not be in the top 25 after this uh, <laughs> this performance. But, hey, at least John Shire's career record is 1-0. He's undefeated. He, he should, he's, he should uh, quit while he's ahead. That's right. That's right. And, uh, listen, without Jalen Johnson, it, it, the layoff they had, no Jalen mm-hmm. Johnson. I mean, I'm not making excuses for him because um, they still didn't look great. But when you don't play for three weeks, yeah, that's you're going to be rusty. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, if you take away the start, uh, you know, it's a double-digit game. That's right. But, yep. uh, you know, it is a 40-minute game, so you do have to play all 40 minutes. So, um, yeah, it uh, seems like the offense was a little bit better, and Wendell Moore has got himself together, seems like. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, if you get Wendell Moore back, right, Hurt, Hurt was good again offensively for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought, like Roach has to take care of the ball better. Like that—that's yeah. my big thing with Roach. He's, he, but he's a freshman. He's a freshman. They've only played a few games. You know, that's the hard part with this new team. They're behind almost everybody else in the ACC right now because, again, they haven't played for three weeks. Yeah, you know, and the ACC is not great this year. It's not. I mean, it's no, no, it's it really isn't. balanced. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, turnovers was a big thing for them. I remember t- chatting with Sewell preseason. Uh, that was something that they were focused on. And then it looks like, let's see, Roach had five. Did five of them. Yep. So five turnovers, five assists is not ideal. <laughs> Looking more for, like, uh, goal wire with six and one. So, um, yeah, and uh, I think we got to be better from the free throw line as well. What um, were the – 15 for 25, so... Moore made his, right? Wendell yeah, yeah, his. yeah, yeah. Wendell was, was uh, Wendell was the one who was making them. And uh, Jordan, too. But, yeah, um, 
happy with the win, obviously. Just it, ACC win is an ACC win. Um, yeah, I mean, is that how you felt? Like, like when you were there and you fought through these, right, and beat a team that you were supposed to beat by double digits. If you beat mm-hmm. them by one or two, how how was the locker room after that? Were you were you still like, hey, you know what? Good win, or, or was K getting into you guys? Um, no, I think you know if this was no disrespect, but like if this was like UNC Greensboro, yeah. I think it'd be a little bit different. Um, but once we got in the ACC season, it was just win, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, by any means. And, I mean, you know, you've been around college basketball enough that it's just some nights you just got to f- figure it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to find a way to get one more point than the other team. And, you know, this is one of those nights, especially with the layoff. Right. Uh, right. Again. You can't be upset. Like, like to me, yeah, if you're yeah. a K, you, you got to be ecstatic, right? You weren't yeah. coaching. You had the layoff. Like, BC's – I said it. Their, their record is so misleading. I saw them in the bubble uh, early on in the season, and I, obviously I'm from Boston. So I've seen BC for a while, and I, honestly, I, I think BC, if it weren't for the pandemic, they probably would have made a move on Jim Christian. Um, but I feel like he's got a pretty good team. Like, they play hard. Mm-hmm. They don't have a star. They don't have Jerome Robinson or Kai Bowman or a pro or anything like that. But, you know, the, the, they got good depth. They're tough. They fight. So I, I thought that's where this was a, a pretty good win that you can build on um, going forward. And then you get right. Don't you have Wake next? I think. Um, let me check. I think they have Wake. I think they have yeah, Wake yeah, at home. Yeah, Wake. Yeah, Wake. So, at home. so like it couldn't have worked out better. It's almost like like the ACC revamped the schedule for Ken mm-hmm. And said, all right, we're going to give you – you're coming back from a three-week layoff. We're going to give you BC and Wake at home, probably the two <laughs> yeah. worst teams in the league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully it gives him a little bit of confidence, especially Wendell, because uh, he's going to be important. He needs it. And, oh, yeah, he I needed mean, it bad. And I know, uh, you know, Boston College isn't uh, – record-wise, it's not really all that good normally, um, but – to me, they were one of the harder teams to play against just because it was hard, especially going up there. You know, we're used to 10, 15, 20,000 people in the, in the arena yep. home in a way. And, yeah, you know, there. you go up, you yeah. go up to, yeah, if you go up to Boston and it's like 200 people there, it's cold. Uh, you know, you don't, it's snowing. You don't want to be up there. I so, was there a couple of years ago. Andre, I was yeah. there a couple of years ago when they lost them in, in Boston. It was snowing. Yeah. I went, I took my, my parents, believe it or not. It was me, my, I took my whole family, and we sat in the stands. And mm-hmm. I don't even know what possessed me to bring my laptop, but I did, <laughs> thinking maybe there's a chance in hell that, that Duke loses this. And I remember we drove back. We got out of the arena because it was snowing pretty bad, and we stopped at a restaurant. And I, I ended up writing like a quick story, like halfway home, just to get the hell out of there because it was snowing like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um. You would think you know the Carolinas and and places like that, where it's you know twenty thousand screaming people would be harder to play, but yeah. it's not because it's like okay, th- you know this makes sense. <laughs> like it's it's a bunch of people here. They don't like us. That's fine, you know. And it, it brings a certain energy to you too because you're like, shoot, I'm, we're gonna shut these people up. Um, didn't you like but, that better? Didn't you? Didn't you oh, like going yeah. on the road and getting booed? Yeah, it's it's great because 
Um, you know, especially at the end of the game, you you got the W and everybody's so quiet. Um, yeah. I think that was one of the coolest parts about, uh, you know, when Austin hit that shot was just how quiet it was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was like, it was, it was weird. And, you know, the only thing you could hear was our little section uh, behind our bench going crazy, but everybody else, you know, was silent. And yep. so, yeah, it's, I remember like my freshman year UVA was like that too, where it was just nobody there. Like I remember pregame looking up and seeing like students with books, just reading, like studying and stuff like that. <laughs> so <laughs> games like that are, are, are just weird, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Well, you're not used to it. I mean, again, yeah. you know, you're getting everybody's best shot every night. Now, it'll be, you know, again, it's so different for this team because, you know, you got two guys that are sophomore. You know, Goldwire's been around, but, you know, you got a lot of freshmen. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, honestly, I think a key for this team is going to be Jalen Johnson. And when he comes yeah. back, has he, has he missed? He's missed a lot of time now. He's missed a lot of time. And he wasn't playing great to begin with. Can they get the Jalen Johnson they thought they were getting and get him completely mm-hmm. bought in? You know, and, and that's kind of yep. what I said. You know, like like to me, if you can get him completely bought in, it is again, he's not going to be your star. He's not because he doesn't shoot it well enough. That's not him. But but I think if he comes along and can give you a consistent twelve and seven, and Wendell starts making shots and Roach. To me, Roach is still the key. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like I like Roach. I like his potential. And, um, me too. It's it's kind of weird because I'm, like, kind of looking forward to next year. I feel like next year is the <laughs> year they could be uh, really, really good. Um, yeah, you got a couple minutes. I mean, grab a few people, get in, and um, take a couple questions. Sure. Yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple, and then right. I got to do a quick uh, – I got I to gotta do some work uh, before I go to bed. All right. Get a couple in. Let's see if we can see how good you are at this. I'm working on it, man. <laughs> I, t- I tried it pregame, too, to get, uh, get a feel for it. Yeah. All right. If you're off, off stage, get ready to come on. I'm inviting people to speak. What's up, guys? Joseph, what's going on, man? How's it going, Andre? Big time uh-huh. fan, man. Good to speak with you. I appreciate it, man. We've actually got my brother in here too. It looks like. Oh, really? Yeah, Jamie Cursinger. That's that's actually my brother. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, anyway, Family affair time. in here. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, big time Duke fans, and we live about thirty minutes from Lexington, so it definitely makes it interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that is. <laughs> what do you think uh, about the game? Man, love the game. Um, Wendell Moore, man, big time, big time. Really pleased with how he played. Uh, I think this is just what he needed. And I really look forward to seeing what they do going forward with Jalen Johnson returning, uh, Tape coming back. Hopefully he'll be healthy soon. Um, just I really – I think it's – I think we're moving in the right direction, and that's big for me. Uh, what, what do you guys think? How do you – I think DJ Stewart maybe had a little bit of off game, but he was really big. Um, I thought he made a lot of, of key plays defensively and, and kind of kept us in when we were struggling in the first half, um, if you all have an opinion. Yeah, I mean, he struggled from the field, but, um, I mean, that, that'll that happen. But, yeah, I, I, I really like 
what he does on the defensive end seems like he's always uh, engaged, which is rare for a lot of freshmen. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem with him not shooting great. That's, you know, that comes. But as long as he's engaged on the defensive end, I think um, he brings a lot to the table. I'm really impressed uh, the way we played as a team tonight and uh, just really played hard on defense and fought back from being down 16. They never gave up. If anything, they they played harder and just just the way they never gave up. I just really like that. Hey, hey, Dre, I would have loved to to hear the John Shire halftime speech. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right? I I wish they they had him mic'd up. It would have been awesome. Like, do yeah. you think, okay, here, here's my question. You know him well. Mm-hmm. I know, I've known him since he was about 15. Do you think he jumped him or no? I don't because okay. I, I don't. Because they're young. And No, not that. I just, and I'm sure he wouldn't take this wrong, but I just don't think that's believable, if that makes sense. Like, yep. that it's, would just, be it's not, yeah, it's yeah. not him. That's yep. not the yep. way. That's not the way he led when he was a player, when, you know, he was a captain on the team. And I don't see that being him as the coach. Um, yeah. Yeah. So now no, Nate, he's pretty mellow. Nate probably said some bad <laughs> words. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. but John, I think, probably kept it pretty basketball and adjustment-based. It's funny. I, I was watching this game. Andre, going into it, thinking to myself, could this be a little bit of a job audition for John Shire? Because BC likely will open. It may not mm-hmm. be this year, just depending on money. But I, I think I think there's a good chance it opens this year. And Shire fits. Mm-hmm. He totally fits Boston College. Like the school, you know, the academics, all of it. I don't even know if you take it. Um, probably would because it's still an ACC job. It'd be hard not to. So I'm thinking this could be an audition if he kills it. And uh, yeah. and then I'm looking I'm looking at the score early, and I didn't watch the first ten minutes. I'm looking at the score early. I'm like, oh man, he's never getting this job. <laughs> he's never coming my way. And, yeah, uh, BC BC is interesting, man. Um, uh, you know, like the early 2000s, they had those really good teams. Yeah. And Dudley. Um, yeah, yeah, Jared Dudley, Dudley and um, I forget what the big man's name was. They had Craig but, Smith and Sean Williams. Yeah, yeah, they had those yeah, two. yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know. Since then, it just seems like they haven't like the jobs open every three years. Um, yeah, because they struggle so much. But it's a hard. Yeah, job. I mean, they don't they don't care. They really don't yeah, care yeah, yeah. that much here. Yeah, and that's a problem. So, yes, yes. Uh, I don't know yeah. if Shire could handle a place that doesn't care. You know, right? Yeah. It, it would definitely be a culture shock for sure. <laughs> Shire, Shire is going to try. You know, the one that would be perfect for Shire if he could get it is DePaul. Yeah, that'd be a good one. So, um, From Chicago, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. You can exactly. get guys there. You can recruit there. Um, and you'll have. Time. He definitely could. Yeah. yeah, he could fight CC for some players. Yeah, yeah. in Chicago. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Like yeah. some recruiting wars, the two yeah. of them, the Glenn, you know, uh, Glenn Burke, all right, well, boys. listen, Glenn Burke, North boys. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, listen, uh, great job with your Seth Curry pod. That was awesome. Not good. I appreciate it. Awesome. Anybody who's listening to this, 
you got to check that out. That was elite level uh, conversation with that one. And, and uh, I'll talk to you soon, man. All right. Appreciate it, Jeff. Later. Good talking with you, Jeff. Later. You too, guys. Um, uh, Dre, real quick, before uh, yep. I go, I want to give some of these other guys a chance to speak. I was looking at your picture there, and I, I noticed Jabari in the background. I got to say, my first game at Cameron was that season against Gardner-Webb. And mm-hmm. I will tell you, that's so far, that's been my only game there, because that's a pretty good drive from here. Um, but I will say that was the most fun I've ever had. We drove 13 hours, uh, watched the game, and then drove 13 hours back home. Oh, man. You, man. <laughs> Be, being in Cameron, and, and we were in with the crazies, man, it was like working a 12-hour work day. It was absolutely insane. <laughs> but it was the most fun I've ever had. Um, and, and obviously, we've, as you can see in my picture there, we went to the championship in 2015. Um, mm-hmm. Man, those two times, that's something I will never, ever forget. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure watching you play, man. Uh, I and, appreciate and I, that. Um, best of luck to you, man, on your podcast. Um, uh, definitely, I love listening to it. I, I eat, sleep, and breathe Duke basketball, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Anybody else listening, uh, Duke fan, got to get to Cameron. It's um, it's better than advertised <laughs> for sure. Mo- most definitely, my brother can attest <laughs> to that. Most definitely, it is absolutely amazing. Yeah. All right, let me uh, see if we can get some other people in here. Awesome. Thanks, Dre. Yep. Calvin's back. Uh, so I got my, my question is, I know uh, the guard from Boston College, I think Kelly, who had was 16 in the first half, Mm-hmm. So my question is, as a player, because I know as a fan, we, we always think, okay, this guy's about to go off on Duke in the last three games. He only scored a combined 17 points. But when you was playing, did, did you ever have that feeling where, like, all of a sudden somebody would just explode for the opposite team? Um, yeah, I feel like it happened all the time, <laughs> uh, honestly. Um, I just, you know, I feel like, at Duke, uh, it can be difficult sometimes because you, you got to find a way to try and be the hunter, but um, most of the time you're the hunted. So, you know, guys circle that game um, on their calendars and quite honestly are trying to, you know, make money because, um, you know, they know it's going to be on it's going to be on ESPN or, or some national network and, you know, they got a chance to expose themselves. So, I mean, I think it's just important to try and lock in, stay focused, and just – it's going to happen sometimes. <laughs> and it just kind of is what it is. I understand that because I know as a fan, and I think all Duke fans, we always feel like that one guy goes off, and the next game it seems like he goes back. Yeah, they go back to normal. I mean, I, I think it happens to teams – as well, um, you know, teams will do things that they've never done before and, and and either be close or beat us. And then, you know, you watch their next game and they don't look, <laughs> you know, it looks like they put a whole new squad on, on the court, um, you know, a little bit of a Duke hangover. So, yeah, it's just 
perks are perks are wearing those four letters on your chest, but you know you rather have it that way than teams not caring because you because you're not any good. Honestly, overall, I think we had a pretty good team win tonight. We came out and struggled offensively, which I figured we would do coming off a three-week no games, only practices. But it seemed like we kind of finally got into rhythm going in about eight minutes to go in the second half. And then, I mean, we brought it all the way back down from 16. But there's a spot around the 13-minute mark where I feel like they kind of just – I don't know if they was getting tired or what, but it seemed like they just kind of settled. Kind of, kind of taking threes, wouldn't run in the set offense, and they kind of let Boston College hang around a little bit more. Then I feel like they just kept a foot on the throat and like kept the hammer down like they was getting in the passing lanes and pushing the ball. I feel like they could maybe, maybe worn by eight or ten. Yeah, I mean, I think that happens sometimes with young teams, and especially when you used to get going a little bit, you start start to think that the uh, that you can't miss. So. You know, you start taking some shots that you shouldn't take. With that, Matt, they was just working so hard defensively, too. It's just hard to – it's hard to keep up with the the stamina and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Um, Appreciate it, Jamie. Um, Joey, you got any questions? Hey, yeah, it's a pleasure to talk to you. Never thought I'd talk to a real Duke champion. So, this is (laughs) some kind of starstruck. Thanks for inviting me. what's going on? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, just thinking, I actually missed most of the game. I had an appointment. I only looked, uh, uh, tuned in for the last five minutes. So I was just happy we pulled out the win when I came in and saw that situation. Uh, so I don't have any true questions about the game. Um, maybe I'll just ask you, when you watch a Duke game today, how similar are the sets and, and the kinds of offensive and defensive uh, sets that they run? How, how similar are they to – when you play, like, could you go in and, and still know what, what you're doing in there? Like, is it the same? Uh, yeah, everything's the same. <laughs> um, I was actually, oh, interesting. Uh, who was I talking? I think I was talking to Ricky Price on the pod. And, um, yeah, we were talking about that. Like, I mean, I think you could take uh, this year's team and Johnny Dawkins and they have no problem running the same offense. Uh, names, I think the names uh, switch around a little cool. bit, but. Um. Yeah the the plays are the same. <laughs> it's funny to uh, it's funny to watch sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. I could you know I could run that now. Yeah, and then you're looking at it and you're like, hey, they missed that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you find something that works, watch the other switch, right? Yeah, you that's know? true. Um, that's kind of like Carolina. Carolina's been running the same stuff forever too. So, yeah, it's interesting like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Cool. cool. All right, man. I appreciate you. Um, and uh, go Duke. Cody, yeah, what's go going Duke. on, man? Hey, I just have a question. So, um, what's that say about a young Duke team down sixteen um, in the first half, and then uh, come back and win after twenty-one days? What does that make you think any different of this team? And I uh, just wanted to hear your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's 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 kind of a double-edged sword in that you know we don't really want to be down 16 in the ACC game to begin with. Um, but, you know, it happens, especially with the layoff. Um, they obviously came out a bit slow, and BC is not, uh, you know, they're not bad. So 
it's going to take a good effort to beat a team like that. And so, yeah, I think they can take a lot of positives from it. Um, being in a similar situation uh, against the Illinois, obviously BC is not in Illinois, but, you know, you can't take confidence from saying, okay, you know, we were down big and we were able to battle back, take the lead, and then, you know, hold them off down the stretch. Um, obviously, you want to get off to better starts. Um, and I think that'll happen. Um, you know, when you look back on this game and say, you know, we don't want to be in this position. So we got to, we got to put ourselves in a better position at the beginning of the game. And, you know, I think if this team puts 40 minutes together, you know, solid basketball, um, they can compete with anyone. It's those lows that, you know, you got to try and get rid of, uh, because, you know, we aren't the most talented team. This isn't, you know, 99 where we can just flip a switch and like, okay, you know, we're going to win the game now. So, um, yeah, it's just important to focus on putting 40 minutes straight together and trying to play good basketball the whole game. And then uh, my other question is, once Jalen comes back, do you think for us to win a national championship, do you think he has to be our best player? Or do you think Hurt can be our best player to win the national championship? Um, Honestly, with this team – we may have a best player. We may have like a best three players. And, you know, one of those guys that night is the best player. Um, you know, whether it's Jalen, whether it's uh, Matt, uh, with Wendell hopefully getting back on track tonight, I think he could be one of those guys too. So I think it's – I don't know. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I think it will be tough – to win six straight games in March, um, oh, just just with the youth. I mean, it is every year, but with the youth, um, the lack of an off season, you know, kind of multiplies the youth effect. So, um, but then again, you know, we have the best coach uh, in the country. So, if anybody can do it, he can. So it's. It's just a matter of them figuring out their identity and being able to enforce that identity for 40 minutes. So, you know, if they can just make it hard, make it hard for people to score, um, you know, like tonight, giving up 82, that that's way too many. Um, for this team to have to score 80 plus to win, I don't think that that's, that's a winning formula for them. Well, um, that's going to be it for the night. Sorry if I didn't get to everybody off stage. Try and get to you next time. But appreciate you guys coming on, listening, checking it out. Um, yeah, check out the podcast, Dogs on Duke, wherever you get your podcast. And I will uh, see you guys next time.